This is a News Laundry podcast and you're listening to the awful and awesome entertainment rap. Hello, hello. Welcome to the awful and awesome episode 258. I am Abbas. And this is Nainika. And as usual, if you're seeing the both of us, that means your regular hosts, uh, which is uh, Abhinandan and Rajeshree, are away. Uh, but do not worry, you're in safe hands with us. Uh, Nainika, how are you doing? I am good. How are you doing? How's the Bombay weather treating you? I am very well and uh, it has started pouring here. which i am not a big fan of i am one of those who feels uh, feels joyful for exactly the first 10 minutes of the first rain <laughs> and then i start seeing all the bad effects honestly rain, that so. makes complete sense because the urban water like you know like there's no drainage proper system anywhere in any city in india so the moment it rains all the roads are waterlogged and you have like the worst most disgusting sludge on your hands uh, so yeah that really puts a damper on the rains which i otherwise love Uh, let's get down to what we're going to discuss today on the episode. Uh, there's a bunch of stuff, so we will be uh, talking about uh, the new Marvel series, Miss Marvel, as as is the pattern. <laughs> and as I remember, the last time we spoke about Multiverse of Madness, I said I look forward to discussing uh, Miss Marvel yes. with you. So, so if Marvel that. could stop churning out content for one <laughs> second, I'd have a moment of peace. But they've decided to, you know, come in all guns blazing against me. So yeah. here I am again. Of course, uh, we're going to be talking about the new Adam Sandler film called Hustle, which is on Netflix. We're going to be talking about Jayesh Bhai Jordar, which opened a couple of weeks ago, but uh, has come on Amazon Prime, so we both caught up with it. Uh, and we'll talk about Stranger Things, which is another streaming phenomena, which I have seen. I don't know if Nanika caught up with it, but no, uh, <laughs> we'll talk a bit about that. Uh, and we'll talk about an interesting show uh, that I saw uh, called Irma Web. Uh, which Nenika also caught up with a very interesting premise for that show, and Nenika will tell us how much she loves Drake's new album, uh, <laughs> and 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 we'll take it from there. Before we begin, though, of course, there's an important announcement I need to make, uh, which is that from the next episode of the Awful and Awesome, the show will be going behind the paywall. So please, please, please subscribe. and pay to keep news free uh, so this is the last time the mufat khors are getting to listen to this uh, and we hope to see uh, see and hear you uh, the next time around as well so uh, please subscribe and keep listening to the awful and awesome and with that let's get into our first topic of the day which is uh, miss marvel which is a character i love which is a show i love which is a comic i love If I may, Nenika, if I can plug a little, <laughs> a little bit of a celebrity status that I got uh, in the last week, that uh, I wrote a piece on Miss Marvel, which appeared front and center on the editorial page of the Indian Express, which I did not expect because uh, I wrote it for the website, and they said if it's good, it'll appear in the print edition. And it not did. Only, and it did, and not only did it appear, it appeared, like I said, pretty much uh, front and center. So uh, as I soon said, approaching Roland Barthes level of you know acclaimed critique status. So I'm glad to see that happening. I'm going to pretend that I know who that is and uh, <laughs> <laughs> and feel cool about myself. But uh, we'll probably be putting the link of the piece in the description so you can uh, read my piece. But uh, I'll just give you a little gist of what I felt about it and what I wrote about it in the piece as well, where I said that for me this show was critic proof. I loved it even before I saw the first frame, because the story is about a South Asian superhero. It's about a teenager uh, from who's a Pakistani teenager, and she has religious parents and she has a very South Asian upbringing, and uh, she uh, happens to get some superpowers and she's maneuvering. between trying to be your teenager uh keeping up with your high school hijinks and also satisfying her pakistani parents who are pretty much close to what indian parents are so marvel needed to really 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 f up this show for me to hate it 
uh i've seen two episodes which have been out by the time you will see this probably three will be out uh, and i've loved both episodes to uh, to the nth degree so nenik i'm very interested in knowing as someone who has been fairly critical of marvel in the past uh did they finally get you i actually like the show yes yes <laughs> uh please put the applause applause sound effect here <laughs> uh finally i mean after so many tries marvel has been able to you know sort of catch my interest i thought it was a very cute show i've only managed to watch two episodes i think the next one so they release episodes every wednesday which means uh, the next one will be out uh, by the time this uh, yeah. this particular yeah we're recording this on a, on our tuesday evening yes. so so yeah. by the time it's published the third episode will be out and i'm excited to see where it goes i'm actually excited for a marvel character i never thought i'd see this day as i live and breathe but it was so cute um so abbas i'm going to start with the same old what do you know about kamala khan as a comic book character and do you like her what are your thoughts about that i love her as a comic book character uh so uh, the cre- the character was created in 2013 okay. um been quite it was very long not very long yeah about 9 years and i remember it was a big deal when it was uh, when the character was created because uh, i had actually just gotten back to reading comics again and this was the time when marvel movies were just taking off so marvel wanted to create younger characters to appeal to a more younger crowd and they wanted to diversify their characters so at that point uh, there's this writer who created the character of kamala or co-created rather her name is g willow wilson and she is a very established fantasy novelist in her own right uh and she's an american muslim she's a, she she's a white woman but she's a muslim she convert. wears the hijab okay a convert she wears a hijab and she's very outspoken she's very intelligent and she's pretty very well respected in the fantasy fandom community so she was given the opportunity to write this uh, pakistani muslim character in the marvel universe and as it happens with these uh, these uh, uh, cases there was a part of the fandom which was not happy about uh, you know a, a colored a girl uh, being introduced in the uh, in the marvel universe but once the uh, once the comic book came out it was a phenomena i think for many months in a row it was the highest selling comic book for marvel both digitally and in print so and for me it was as it is you know it was a it was a big deal because as indians pakistanis bangladeshis we're not used to seeing uh, our uh, the, uh, uh, characters of our skin tone and the way we speak and again i'm going to refer back to my indian express piece where i start off by saying that in 2008 when the first iron man came out the the villains in that film or at least for the first half is this very vaguely middle eastern yes. terrorist group yes. right yes. who are supposed to be arabs but they are speaking in urdu and the subtitles is something completely different and uh, when i read the comic I, i i read them digitally of course because they were not available in print i was really i really fell in love because the first uh, panel of the comic book was kamala's character uh smelling bacon and wanting to eat it but she can't because her religion prohibits it and she's in an american uh, uh american department store all right uh, in a so and and the, the next scene is her mother saying you you can't smell this it's bacon it's haram right and uh, I, i instantly thought of all the times where i saw james bond drinking a martini or uh, you know stone cold steve austin the wrestler guzzling beer and i'm like i wonder how beer tastes like i wonder how wine tastes like because i can't have any of this cuz it's prohibited yeah. right and and then part of it uh, uh, some aspects which are covered in the in the show as well where her mother has problems with the way superheroes dress you know you can't dress this way because yeah, it's provocative yeah the clothes are too tight <laughs> exactly <they're> all, yes <laughs> too revealing yeah and within all of that it was also a traditional superhero story where there's she has superpowers and she's fighting bad guys so everything about the comic book and the character spoke to me so much and i was instantly in love with it and i i was waiting for the day they adapt this into a movie or into a tv show and like i said before i saw the first frame i was in love with it and the girl who plays miss marvel uh, iman yeah, bilani yeah, she is so cute so, yeah she's so cute and it's hard not to like her yes uh, correct she's just so bright on the show and she's equally sort of uh, you know full of life in her interviews that i have been seeing 
so everything has been i think they they did everything very correctly and i i really can't complain so yeah this is one of those shows i'm just going to say good things about it because <laughs> they really have to royally f up the next three episodes okay you know what don't 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 like don't it. don't make it a case of spoke too soon <laughs> so you know by the time the last episode comes out you're just holding your head and wondering where we went wrong because so far even i think the show is so beautiful to look at it's actually so good um it's kitschy it's colorful in a way without being you know too much without being overbearing and it's so cute to like she's in 11th grade i think kamala and her friends and it's just so nice to look at you know all these like young kids who are being treated as young kids in their you know media portrayal uh, i think it's a very cute show uh, so far because we've only seen two episodes so should we've only got to that point where it's like she's discovered her powers and she's trying to figure out how to work with her powers and what she has now and i think like right now it's still like that underdog story of like um kamala who's not very socially like very um confident before this in the first episode and suddenly she's becoming more vibrant more full of life as she realizes that the ha- she has these powers and i think it's so far it's been very good to look at uh, the music of the show the colors the animation yeah. the treatment they of it they played ritwiz they <laughs> <laughs> yes so they did play ritwiz there are moments in the show where i feel like that leonardo dicaprio pointing meme when uh, they mention <laughs> yeah, they mention bazigar yeah they mention bazigar they I'm mentioned like, yeah. sweatshop boys and i'm like oh my god uh, unfortunately i was irrevocably in love with riz ahmed when i was like 20 so i'm like i totally understand sweatshop boys are great <laughs> um but yeah i think so far it's been a wonderful show to look at and um, do you think the show is honest to kamala as a comic book character Yes, very much so. So uh, I mean of course they have played uh, uh, played in the way uh, the origin story of how she gets her powers because in the comic book there's this whole thing where there's something called as a terigen mist uh, which if you walk through the terigen mist you get your powers which is which is a little too goofy uh, yeah. to work to work in real life. It's not in the show at all. I it's think. not in the show. It's a little too goofy to work in live action. but i like the fact that they so far from what we have seen it looks like she's getting her pass from this bangle that her nani gave her and there is partition involved and her nani might have been a superhero so there's all that mystery element also going uh, going for it yeah, yeah. Uh, so they've yeah, kept I the think, mystery alive this time yes, yes, yes. it's good and in fact they have uh, they have again like i said they've got it also correctly because because they have toned down things uh, somewhere any other places they have kind of ramped it up so in the in the comic book Kamala's elder brother is is sort of a very uh, hardened uh, religious boy so he actually stops Kamala from doing certain things and going going out late or so on and so forth whereas in the in the show they've made him like a really cool elder brother yeah he's very gets, supportive of her he's very supportive of her uh, in the in the comic her mother is a hijab wearing strict woman but, but in this they made the her here. it's not the case they've made her lovable as well her mother's so, actually very nice in the show i like yeah, her yeah 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 uh zenobia shroff who's been in in, yes. in in other things as well what else has she been nice. in i'll go check it out so she was in this uh, film called little zizu i don't know if you've seen it uh it was this very small budget film which revolves around around a parsi family uh so she is in that uh every parsi in bombay in, is in that film there's bamani rani saras brocha everyone uh so do 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 check out that film if you ever if you can okay and what yeah. i really like was by, i the last time we were talking about miss marvel i had mentioned um, you know nimra bucha the actress from chudels and she is uh, you know they introduce her right at the end of the second episode um and i'm very very excited to see her i think she's a beautiful woman she's a great actress so and i you know when i like initially i was assuming that she's going to have one of those blink or miss roles like one second or so but i watched the episode and it's gearing up that she's going to have a quite a meaty meaty role and i'm very excited for it because i think she's a great actress and very good to look at so yeah so, so far the show's actually been i'm actually impressed i never <laughs> thought it was going to happen never i don't know why i'm feeling as happy as i made the show as like yes we won nenika <laughs> over finally <laughs> she's in our camp now oh yeah i really enjoyed it and i hope i'm not you know like same marvel does this thing where they introduce a new character it's great it's perfect and then it just goes downhill as it moves forward i really hope it doesn't happen and also one thing i realized is you know i kept saying like you know simplistic storyline are so stressful to watch like it's really stupid to watch all of that stuff i feel like it works a lot better when your character when the superhero character is like 16 cuz it's fine to have a simplistic storyline for something for a you know for a character that young so i think it actually works well this time what they're trying to do 
and uh, yeah i i'm i'm waiting for farhan akhtar and fawad khan to show we up. talked about it yeah <laughs> i am yeah. waiting for when they show up and i'm waiting what characters they would be playing i hope it's interesting so i think farhan akhtar has been teased in a promo but uh, there's no signs of fawad khan but the rumor mills have been going on for more than a year so i'm pretty sure he'll sh- he's going to show up well i hope he does <laughs> So for a change, it's a thumbs up for a superhero yes, actually, for a superhero story from it. the both I of us. Yes, I actually would recommend it. I actually liked it, and I hope they keep it up with the you know episodes. I really don't want it to be a case of spoke too soon and then the whole thing got messed up. Right. Yeah. Uh, but I'm excited for it. I do recommend it, and I think I feel like it's one of those shows that I really would have enjoyed a lot more if I was younger. Um, like you know, if I was around the age of the Kamala and her friends, I would have really liked um, what was happening in the show because it's such a cute little portrayal of what it is like to be um, a teenager with so much social milieu and how your life goes. So yeah, and it's very cute to look at also, like the colors and everything. How Kamala's life in general is very colorful. So I think I really like that. Yeah. All right, cool. Uh, before we go on to the next thing, uh, you have an announcement to make, uh, Nanika. Uh so there's a Delhi subscriber meetup uh, which is also going to be an awful and awesome live recording. We will be recording with Abhinandan so I'll be there and Abhinandan and Rajeshri are going to be there. It's on Sunday July 10th at 6 p.m. The venue is the Seminar Hall Kamla Devi Complex in IIC uh, which is near Khan Market. Uh we're having this get together because a meetup in Delhi is long due especially since now we've had sessions in London and Australia this year. Also there will be a book signing of Rajeshri's book which is The Sweet Kitchen Tales and Recipes of India's Favorite Desserts. Gift a 6 month subscription to get a signed copy of the book along with news laundry laptop stickers and there are limited seats so in, if you want to attend please write to subscription@newslaundry.com. If you're planning to bring a plus one please do include it in the email. I'll be present in spirit. Yeah I know no, I'll the, put you on video up. call no, so that you can be there. <laughs> sure thing. <laughs> All right let's move on to the next uh, thing on our agenda which is Jayesh Bhai Jordar uh, which i happened to catch uh, <laughs> along sai from nenika i like how i kind of can judge what you thought about the thing before we actually start talking yeah, about unfortunately it. my face betrays too much about <laughs> what i felt ye mere bapu ji aur gaam ke sarpanch hain inke baad mera number aayega aur mere baad kaun aayega isi ka tension hai bhai meri wife mudra pet se hai डॉक्टर बोली जय श्री कृष्णा मतलब लाला ही आएगा और अगर डॉक्टर बोली जय माता जी मतलब निकली तो निपटा देंगे जय माता जी माता जी क्या होगा हमारा होगी बच्चे होगी So Jayesh Bhai Jordar is a film starring Ranveer Singh, Shalini Pandey, Bama Nirani and Ratna Patak Shah. It deals with the sensitive topic of uh, female feticide. Uh, it opened uh, a couple of weeks ago but uh, the film did not do very well in theaters. But I was curious about the film because I liked the trailer and I finally got down to watching it. And before I tell you my opinion, uh, Nenika, please, please enlighten us with what you thought of the film. At this point, I think Bollywood experiencing a crisis. We we need an intervention <laughs> because what is going on? I mean, it's everything aside. It's supposed to be like a comedy movie, and it's a very like light-handed comedy movie dealing with something which is like the something like female feticide, which is a very grave topic to be discussing and i don't really have like i don't have have really moral qualms about how serious you're supposed to be about a serious issue but this one just felt so clumsy to watch um it's just i feel like ayushman khurana sort of you know figured out a formula where he's like okay i'll do like a movie about a strange offbeat social issue but i'll be like a vaguely funny guy in that movie and it's just all going to work out well and he received like some sort of wider acclaim and critical success because of it so now every actor wants to copy it and uh, it's not looking good it's not working out what are your initial opening thoughts on jayesh bhai um i think the film started off uh well in my opinion i was i was engaged a little in the beginning but yeah there are certain moral calls that the film takes which i'm a little uh, uh not okay with um so i mean it does this thing where uh, uh again i i i mean i don't know if you want to call this a spoiler or whatever but um, this is a typical north indian village setting yeah, uh, again village. a gujarati village setting where uh, um ranveer singh's character is who's called of course jayesh bhai or jayesh is married to a woman who's had several miscarriages because uh, his very patriarchal family does not want a 
daughter to be born they already have one daughter but uh, they are not willing to let uh, let another be daughter born. be yeah. a second one be born and the way the film proceeds is that uh, jayesh's father who's played by bamani rani has almost like the whole village on his side and by the end of the film it it's they still try to pull off like a happy ending saying no but deep inside these men are not they they they're not flawed they just have been brought up in such a way that they are they they are they're preaching what they have been taught which i thought was a little bit of a dicey position to take uh, because something like female feticide needs a very uh, strong message to go ar- go around saying just just stop doing this so i had uh, i had a bit of a problem with that i think the first half, half of the film film is still very watchable it's this it's the climax where very i totally gave climax. up very, very which clumsy. which almost reminded me of those early 2000 priyadarshan films where yeah. anything goes <laughs> and everybody's running and really really stupid comical things are happening um but yeah i i i agree with what you're saying is that everybody like the issue based film done comically is the kind of flavor of the month it's like either you do your uh, your uh praise the hindutva strongman or do the issue based comedy this. film yeah, yeah those are know? the only so, yeah. and it's just like i wonder i i guess like now you know the movie like film industry sort of coming back to theaters etc so i think they're trying to like i wonder who the audience for this film is so i presume the setting is rural and they're dealing with like an issue that is very endemic uh, like it's it's actually a problem in india and the fact that they're like like a bunch of south bombay creatives are not going to create are not just they've not been able to create a movie that would be hard hitting to anybody so it seems like such a clumsy attempt at trying to do it i just felt like it just felt pathetic to have to watch it after a point is what really got to me uh yeah i mean remember we talked about dasvi that it was like very haphazardly stitched together in post production like don't think that was the case here but like there were so many like running simultaneous like motives and ideas that all of them had to be brought together to sort of conclusion like all of them together at the end it was just it made no sense and it's a pity because the cast actually did a good job i think ranveer singh is a good actor um i may be a little biased cuz i think he's nice but <laughs> but i think he's a good actor like he like he manages to infuse the right amount of melodrama without it seeming like over the top into whatever he's playing and i feel like he still managed to like stray stay like true to the character but it just didn't feel good to me like i watched the movie and just it 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 annoyed me i didn't enjoy it at all the story got too convoluted after a point um so yeah and certain scenes are a little difficult to watch also like there's this whole thing where uh, to prove his masculinity he has to beat up his wife i know and uh, and they make they try to pull that off lightly as well which was but a little awkward but it just didn't work it didn't work yeah correct and uh. yeah i agree when i when i saw saw the trailer i was looking forward to it because like you said R- ranveer if given the right kind of role to sort of cut loose yeah uh, i think he has job. the ab- yeah. he does a good job i think he has the ability to pull it off so i thought okay he's doing a fairly decent gujarati accent if they're going to give him like this you know very uh, easy going gujarati character uh with good jokes uh he might be able to like do something but like i said there there aren't enough jokes in the film and the ones they try to pull off are a little dicey there i do i i, I will say there's one though, good one which i felt where they're like they need to find a picture of uh, shalini pandey's character to sort of give to the police so they're like let's go look in the wedding album and they can't find a single picture of her cuz in every single picture she's behind her ghungar she's behind her veil so they just keep looking and keep looking yeah. and there's not a single picture they can find yeah uh the daughter i think is a uh, is a good actress oh, I, the, yeah, the yeah. for her she, age she's she very young and i thought she did a good job yeah. i liked her yeah kids have this uh, i mean kids in indian films have this thing especially hindi films to be very screechy and irritating <laughs> which i did not feel was the case i thought i thought she was quite smart and she calls her dad by his name by uh, calls him jayesh bhai uh, so yeah and and there's also a remarriage angle that is forced in at I some know. point <laughs> what was that so 
uh, I think a friend pointed it out uh, to me with a just like uh, the marketing technique for this. I so I don't watch a lot of TV, so I do not know what ads or whatever they ran. But apparently on Instagram they did this weird ad campaign where they sent like a bunch of influencers unscented soap because there's like this weird B plot in the movie about unscented soap. Right. Remember? Yes, and that yes, made yes, yes. zero sense to me. You didn't even yeah. have to include that unscented soap angle, but it was. And it's just one of those like five unnecessary motives that have been. shoved into that movie for no reason unnecessary fat that didn't even need to be there and i it just it just felt clumsy after a point because all of those motives that they had introduced they all of them had to be resolved and brought together at the end which made the climax as you said like a priya like a very too early 2000s priya darshan um climax where just too much is happening Uh yeah and after a point the characters got preachy in a way which was just like how did you have such a sudden change of attitude how did you suddenly completely like ratna patakshas character she has a random change of heart at some point and it's just like where did it come from no there <laughs> so ranveer singh has this has a speech like we all know that obviously at the end the male character will give the speech about how <laughs> everything is uh everything is bad and needs to be corrected but they use the analogy of a puppy if you remember i know <laughs> <laughs> and i could not watch it with a straight face i couldn't because either. he he thinks he's making this or rather the 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 script thought that it was making a very poignant this point but they succinct and poignant and you know very they keep beautiful. they keep saying the word puppy 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 and i, I could not so watch I'm it so annoying <laughs> uh yeah. yeah i mean just something is i do not know whether they're not market researching their movies enough or they're just like half as hardly stitching together scripts to release movies i don't know what's going on but this just what's happened to bollywood there's no what which is the last bollywood film that you saw that you were like yeah this is this i don't even I'm, remember I'm that's the problem <laughs> i don't even yeah, remember the last film come to think of it we just also lost the words yeah uh, or or either they are like the low budget indie film almost types. all of the like i think the better ones are almost all low budget budget indies because none of the big um none of the big uh, production houses are coming up with anything worth watching at this point it's just like they're thinking trying to cover as much of a mass market as possible or appeal to as much of a common denominator as possible and it's just it's not working out true so yeah it's a sad case of a film we wanted to like I know. but it did not live up Yeah, and also that Shalini Pandey. So I've only watched her in two movies so far. The first one was Arjun Reddy, <laughs> uh, okay. which is what Kabir Singh. I I I, I really want to get into the backstory of why you watched that film, <laughs> but let's not go there. <laughs> I watched Arjun Reddy, and I watched this, and they've just not given her like what is wrong with they're just not giving her lines. She's like a relatively good actress. She's good to watch on screen. I'm sure she can do her job well. Give the woman some lines. Just keeping her mute throughout films unnecessarily. So yeah, too much. So yeah, Jayesh so, Bhai. It's a thumbs down. Yeah, it's un- unfortunately <laughs> disappointing. I can't even say that you know maybe check it out or maybe because let's be honest, you will yeah. not particularly enjoy it. It's also not even something like you can watch just with your family on like a random like a Sunday dinner because it also deals with the concept of female <laughs> feticide, which is not something you can lightly watch or talk about. Uh, what's the next? Should we do Stranger Things or Hustle? Uh, Hustle. Actually, we just trashed one thing, and I want to trash Hustle. So let me just quickly do. <laughs> Can't trash Hustle. It's <laughs> a good me... movie. <laughs> It's such a boring movie. What dude. is wrong I with you? I fell asleep while watching it. I'll come to it anyway. Um, I'll quickly do Stranger Things, and then. We'll Abbas, do, do you Hustle. have COVID? No, why? Because you've no taste. Oh, <laughs> <fun>. <laughs> Stranger Things, which is a show I love. Um, uh, Danica, what relationship do you have with Stranger Things? Have you attempted to watch it? I uh, haven't watched a single episode. I do <laughs> know what right? it's about from like the memes and the fact that everybody talks about it, right. but I've not watched at all. Okay, so very quickly, um, the fourth season or part one of the fourth season of Stranger Things premiered a couple of weeks ago. Um, it's come after a two-year break because season three came out in two thousand and nineteen. It's a show I wholeheartedly love because uh, when I saw the trailer uh, of the se- of the first season, I fell in love with it because it combines it hits all of my pleasure centers. It uh, borrows from Stephen King, from Steven Spielberg, from eighties horror, which are all pleasure centers for me. 
so i was not expecting much from season 4 of stranger things but uh, against my wishes it has actually lived up to the expectations i didn't have i really 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 love this season the cast has grown from the last time and uh, they've done this thing where they have kind of uh, spread the cast out on various quests because uh, the cast and actors actually got really famous so they did not have in uh, dates to shoot together but uh, if you love stranger things if you have loved stranger things or rather the first 3 seasons of it i highly highly recommend that you do watch the fourth season as well the final two episodes of the season will be out on july 1st um i would also like to say that each of the episode is around an r r 20 r 25 minute long so it's essentially like they have made seven feature films uh in this season um so you it will eat up a lot of your time but what can i say and uh, nenika do you know this that because of the show um there's this song running from up the, the 80s hill by by kate bush I which is which is i absolutely love running <laughs> up the hill so i'm very glad it's getting its you know renaissance are enjoying it because i think it's a beautiful song it's really good to listen to so uh, and i'm glad kate bush is earning the royalties yeah um so yeah hi uh, it's it's a recommendation from me uh if you haven't seen the first three seasons it's not really a jumping on point for season 4 so i do recommend that uh, you watch the first three seasons and i'm really excited for the final two episodes the final episode is going to be two and a half hours long so <laughs> I'm looking forward to that, and there's there's going to be a season five, and then the se- then the show is going to wrap up. So I'm looking forward to that. Uh, so yeah, that's my take on Stranger Things. Uh, Nanika, one day maybe when you see the whole show, we shall sit and chat about it. Yes, for sure. Whenever I get the time to watch it. From one Netflix thing, let's move on to the next one. Um, we also checked out the new Adam Sandler film called Hustle. Yes. Miss Philly thing. There's room to grow there. I want to coach someday. Do you love being away from home all the time? But what the hell am I still chasing this for? So you're just gonna give up on your journey? Been in this league for 30 years, and it's like I'm nothing. I gotta work. My mom and my daughter—they mean everything to me. Salary's nine hundred thousand dollars. He will call in sick. I fly home tomorrow. Is that what you want to do? Hey, you love this game. I love this game. I live this game. Hustle is about um, Adam Sandler. He's a co- he's a talent scout for Philadelphia 76ers, which was apparently a basketball team. I had no clue about that. Uh but yeah, he's he's a talent scout and it's like it's very grueling lifestyle because as a talent scout, he's supposed to travel all over the world and he's supposed to live in hotels and it's obviously taking a toll on him having to travel and live in hotels so much because he's about 50 or so. His character is about 50 or so. Um he really wants to be a coach because he really does love basketball. In the movie he's been like a former player um when he was in college and he really enjoys basketball. He wants to ultimately believes that he'll make a good coach but um because of how things go wrong he doesn't get the coaching opportunity and ends up finding this extremely talented player somewhere on the streets in Spain. And the movie is how him and this Spanish player who doesn't who hasn't played professional basketball in really long how they sort of you know it's like your standard David versus Goliath your standard underdog story and how they and you know what happens and how their journey is uh Nenika I think the word you're looking for is not standards it's cliche and yeah, okay uh, and it uh, did well with the cliche it you know it justified the cliche it honored the cliche so it's, it's fine it's honored the cliches oh my god <laughs> so I'm going to be honest with you I fell asleep while watching the film I found it super boring. I'll give you this: the first half an hour of the film was very engaging. I was actually with it. I was glad to see Adam Sandler once again play a role that is, uh, uh, you know, suitable for his age. He was not <laughs> trying to do the fart jokes and poop jokes for a change. So I was like, okay, I I saw Uncut Gems and I really liked him in that. Have you seen Uncut Gems? I've heard so much about it. I do plan to watch. Please it watch it. Point. So I I know for a fact that Adam Sandler can totally hit it out of the park if yeah, he tries. Yeah, clearly. 
and for the for the first half an hour i was really into it because adam sandler is famously a very big nba fan yeah he is and i was like is. okay it's it's the film is actually picking up steam and then he finds this spanish boy and those scenes are good and he asks his mother can i take him back to america to make him play for the nba and after they come back to america to play for the nba the film takes a nose dive and how it has like the 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 longest mon- training montage scene i've ever seen where all they are doing nice is a nice training montage you know, all they are doing is promoting stuff they are they're promoting the 76ers then they're showing nike shoes and then the 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 various basketball players are making a cameo abbas lebron james is one of the producers sure yes but so then if you want to see lebron james they have a bunch of like uh, foot, a bunch of basketball merch and of course they're going to have a bunch of basketballers i know nothing about basketball okay like i don't even know what a three pointer is i don't even Neither know do I. They, i don't even know how they score in basketball so <laughs> i do basket- not know any of the characters <laughs> there's, a, there's a hint in the name <laughs> of the game but i mean i get it i get the standards but I don't know how they keep score or anything. So because I did not know any of the fact that any of these basketballers are actually basketballers, I had a great time watching the movie. Um He makes him climb the hill 6 times. That's and okay. All I'm six the fan times, that he climbed. We don't it. have to see him see all climb the hill all 6 times. But you're show him failing once, show him, him failing bus. twice, show him climbing the hill on the third try. Why do I have to see But you have to see it so God. that you experience that he was struggling and that you can experience what he felt. and then it's like and the hammering the father analogy so hard that was that so the, sweet uh, the boy does not have that a father that was so sweet but oh my god they developed a pseudo father son relationship which was actually very sweet to watch what do you and mean they're hammering s- somehow he's made queen latifa who is so uh, a, a legit hip hop legend yes. into this cliche wife role where either she's cooking or looking after the kids and all like oh are you feeling all right to adam sandler's uh, character i'm like why why is any of this happening it was so boring and and it's just like okay he's so crying queen out latifa and... is just not a hip hop legend she's also a very good actress and she used to love doing romcoms at some point so it's perfectly fine that she you know uh, her character is actually very nice in this movie so there is not a bone of originality in this film that's okay it's a great film to watch listen i'm very you know i'm easily emotionally manipulated by sappy sports movies so i really liked it and you know also what this movie proves is like men have maybe like three avenues to socially express affection and love and <laughs> sports is one of them so i guess uh, so i guess they need it <laughs> i don't know i just i don't i mean the reviews and all have also been good and while watching the film i'm like did they see the same film is am i watching something else it was so boring i think I you were just asleep. tired while watching it which is i no. fell asleep abbas like, it's a you great know, film <laughs> <laughs> the moment and i could say the lines before he before adam sandler's character says it when they reject the boy i'm like oh my god he's going to quit now and on cue adam sandler's like i quit and i'm like okay now he's going to groom the child on his own and then uh, when all hopes are gone again the one once one last uh, opportunity will come out of nowhere and the film followed the exact same beats yeah so okay it was a cliche but it did well with the clichés the point right it's still a good movie to watch you know what you're going to get you know you know which sports movie was better than this uh, tara rampam starring saif ali khan <laughs> <laughs> because that's the exact same same cliche beats so i'm i'd rather watch uh, a desi hindi film than watch uh, watch this the only basketball players i could identify were shakil o'neil charles barkley and another guy who i cannot remember right apart now. from shaq i knew nobody but the point is you're being unnecessarily harsh it's a cute movie to watch uh, i thought it was very boring you know at one point adam sandler gives is trying to pump him up he's like do you do you want to live for this game do you breathe for this game and he sounds and looks so bored while doing this <laughs> why does he look like you know he's woken up on a saturday out of bed in every scene and you were saying he's in his 50s you know how we know he's in his, in his 50s because there's a line in the film which says yeah. that men in their 50s don't have dreams they, they have nightmares have, uh, and nightmares and exhibits and that made me so okay. emotional it made me so <laughs> oh sad oh my god <laughs> and you don't like marvel movies cuz apparently they hate everything where you oh my god you're just being rude today abbas it's actually I'm just i'm not being rude it's a great film it made me very emotional it's great just... please don't please don't 
Please don't call it a great film. <laughs> All right, it's a good film, and it made me very emotional. You know what? I'm going to go ahead and say Jayesh Bhai Jordar is a better film <laughs> oh than Hasan. Oh my God! You did not just <laughs> yes. say that. Oh yes, I did. <laughs> no, but so far we've mostly agreed on everything. But this, this is t- taking it too far. Hmm. Well, let's just agree to disagree. So Hasan is a definite no for from me. Hundred uh, percent a yes from me. Please watch it. <laughs> please watch it and put in the comments. Even though you're not watching this on YouTube, please go to the YouTube <laughs> comments and tell us how boring Hasan was. Or write to us. Uh, or write to us. Oh yeah, and we tell forgot us how that is good it is. <laughs> it's totally not boring. It's actually very fun to watch. So you should write and tell us exactly how much you loved it, and that Abbas is hundred percent wrong. I'm sorry. I mean, I respect Adam Sandler and all, but <laughs> if he's gonna do this, then please go back to making your poop and vomit jokes. Wha- I, that rather... is, <laughs> wow. <laughs> you know what? Yeah, I prefer that. Anyway, before we move on, I would like to tell all the listeners of uh, the podcast that the wait is over. The News Laundry app is finally here. A lot of you have already been using it. Thanks for all the feedback. We've been working on it for a long, long time, so we hope you like it. We've sent an email to all our subscribers along with the App Store and Play Store links. So download and share it, and uh, give us the feedback and suggestion that you can. There's a feedback form uh, linked in the email, which you can use to give us the feedback. So uh, please do that, and the News Laundry team, based on your feedback, will improve upon the experience uh, that you want to have. Um, so yeah, the News Laundry app is out now. Uh, please check it out and give us feedback about that. Let's move on to our next topic of discussion, which is uh, a wonderful show uh, called Irma Web, uh, which uh, which I happen to. This is gonna sound like a like I'm beating a drum, but um, in the same print issue where my article was <laughs> published, the the next page had a recommendations page, and uh, that's where I came across Irma Web, and I uh, I, I learned that uh, Alicia Vikander, who I'm a huge fan of, is in the show, and it's directed by uh, Oliver I I say is Olivia Assayas Olivia Assayas. Uh, who is a pretty uh, artsy filmmaker, but he, I think he's doing yeah. French filmmaker, and he's doing a TV show. If I'm not wrong, for the first time. Yeah. Uh, Irma Webb is a remake. The TV show is a remake of his own film from the from the early nineties. Nineteen ninety six. Nineteen ninety six. And uh, how do I explain this? So the film is about uh, a film that is being. It's a it's a it's a it's a film okay, within okay, a TV so. show. Um, okay, you you go ahead, Renik. Right. I think you will be able to explain it much better. <laughs> so I think around uh, the 1800s, sometime late 1800s, uh, this French director came up with this TV show. Um, I think it was Les Vampires or something of that sort, um, which was about this. Which wasn't actually about vampires. It was about this gang of robbers and the fact that one of the members was this woman uh, called Irma Webb, which is actually an anagram of vampires. Uh, so Irma Webb is. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I just realized that. Yeah, so Irma Webb is like the muse of those gang of robbers, and she actually assists them in robbery. And she's a very dangerous, dark sort of woman. Um, so and that was uh, the period when you had like silent films and silent series. So it went. It was really popular among the French cinema goers. Um, then Olivia Assayas in 1996 um, did this meta commentary, like this meta film, which is about a film being made. It stars Maggie Cheung, who you've also seen in Wong Kar Wai's Mood for Love, and she's a very popular Hong Kong actress. Um, so Maggie Cheung's character is sort of uh, being directed by this director who's actually in love with Maggie Cheung, and he she sort of you know gets into this character, how it changes her, how playing Irma Webb sort of becomes this dark force in her life. The movie sort of gets derailed because um, the director is too unstable to actually be able to direct the whole thing. Um, and then, so essentially, the movie never comes to fruition. What you have, the 1996 Irma Webb is just like, you have footage of the movie being made. Um, and uh, it's very funny that Olivia Assayas made a movie about a director who was in love with Maggie Chung. Because a year later, Olivia Assayas and Maggie Chung got married. <laughs> um, then now Olivia Assayas is making another movie. Well, not movie. He's making this TV show, yeah, Irma Webb, uh, with Alicia, uh, with Alicia Vikander, 
and uh, he actually references the fact like the last director was in love with the actress who they call Jade Lee in the show they don't actually use Maggie Chung's name they actually also use footage from the last like um, 1996 Irma Webb film and how they actually reference the fact that you know the director was in love with the actress and then they had this relationship and then it fell apart and now he's cast like an american actress in space uh, in place of the original uh, actress so it's a very very meta show it references itself it's sort of watching about like the chaos of like a movie being made and what goes on on a set and how actors are like this like nutty bunch of people with weird demands and like really weird lives uh so it's really chaotic and fun to watch i loved the i loved the like general chaos of it so what i like is that uh when the show starts uh we are placed uh, at a at a play, at a point in time where alicia vikander's character has just wrapped up a film called doomsday <laughs> which is supposed to be your uh, a metaphor for all your marvel dc superhero type of films and how um, the press is hounding her to know about this big budget film and uh, and now she's going into the more artsy going on to make an artsy film and um, she had an affair like you mentioned she had an affair with the director of the previous film that she has just wrapped is what we are made yeah is what we are made to <laughs> made to think but then it, that's it not turns the reality out, you should watch it to find reality, out what yes. the reality is very <laughs> yes the reality is very interesting yes um so the the show it's it's it it looks and feels very different from your average american tv show like i said oliver uh, olivia asa is uh, is known has a very distinct feel to his films so m- most of the time when i was watching the show it felt like i was watching m- more like i was watching world cinema like i was at a film festival because a lot of the f- a lot of the dialogue is in french so you have to read subtitles there's not a lot of background music a lot of the a lot of the uh, scenes are very silent and a lot of ambience sound can be heard so it gives a very unique feel to the show and um, yeah for me i mean the usp is alicia vikander because uh, she looks gorgeous um, she's, she's gorgeous to, to look at this like velvet cat suit um, she looks oh, very yes. cute in it Uh, yes. But yeah, it's actually like genuinely a hilarious TV show to watch. But like hilarious in a way that's not like over the top comedy. But you'll watch it and you'll just be surprised at how <laughs> the way it is. Are. It is at the same time uh, paying paying homage to cinema and also parodying it exactly because exactly. Uh, <laughs> exactly. Because and I think so. I've like, only seen one episode. Yeah. yeah, go ahead. No, I was just saying that you know that thing you said that paying homage to cinema and also parodying it. I think it walks that line very well. it doesn't come across as like heavy handed or awkward to watch it's actually very funny um, yeah and the director character i think at one point she uh, she asks him you don't seem very happy with that and he says in a very french like i'm never happy you know <laughs> so uh, so yeah it it it, it also comments on how, just how seriously these uh, these these film people take no, themselves no not film people that's just french people <laughs> French people who make films they take themselves even more yeah, seriously. Yeah, so uh, if you like like something similar along these lines is that French TV show Call My Agent which is um, really I actually watched all like three seasons have been out of it and I watched all have of them. Have you seen the Indian remake? I tried watching it it was horrendous and I loved the French one because it genuinely is very funny it captures you know how again artists and actors and all these people are like a strange bunch with strange lives and strange demands and how you have to sort of like there are people who have to make method of the madness of to like deal with the chaos of it and you sort of get a glimpse at like the chaos of what actors can be like so call my agent did a very good job and similarly Irma Webb also does like a very good job in a similar theme similar bracket of it So yeah. Mm-hmm. Doesn't call my agent have uh, Monica Bellucci in the third season? One of the episodes, yes. She was yeah. very beautiful. I know. That's what piqued my interest. I'm like now I'll have to watch this show. It's got Or maybe I'll just watch the episode. Very very good actresses. It's got uh, uh, the guy who won the Oscar, Jean de Jardin. It's Ah, got, from the artist. Yeah, it's got yeah. Monica Bellucci. It's got it's got almost all the big names in French cinema. In French cinema, yeah. okay, cool. So, uh, it's a definite recommendation from yeah, my Irma end Webb for Irma Webb. And I think it's the second a... episode is something the director Rene Vidal. He's yeah. talking to his therapist, and his therapist is trying to figure out like why, what is his obsession with cat suits, and why he's obsessed <laughs> with it. 
and she just keeps needling him to ask him that do you have any weird fantasies related to cat suits and he's trying to you know beat about beat around the bush to not actually mention but he's like yeah cat suits play a very important part in my life uh, it's very funny to watch everybody is very strange on set and yeah i mean i would highly recommend it if you can handle like uh, just watching something that is with characters that are like where well, the characters are sort of the star of what is happening and there's not really particularly a story story there do you think something like this is well suited for like a weekly release or should one like wait when all all the episodes are out and sort of like binge the whole thing um i feel like uh, binging it would but i'm not sure if uh, i'm saying binging it because i've just gotten used to binging shows because you know netflix really spoiled us by just releasing all episodes in one go so if you're having a day you just watch like eight episodes one sitting one weekend and you're done um, i mean like i just said stranger things uh, the season 4 episode are like an hour 18 to an hour 20 yeah. each episode so this <laughs> uh, this series also each episode is an hour long is about an hour yeah. yeah so that's eight episodes 10 episodes so that's like yeah, yeah and like the director keeps insisting throughout the movie that i'm not making a series i'm making a 7 hour long film yes <laughs> so if you want to keep with his vision you should you binge should it you should watch it you should binge it yeah because it's also mentions you know how the original levampires Le tv show is also about like some 7 well, hours long it was about 7 hours long yeah, uh, yeah yeah so so they just like keep like i really like these like little little meta details where they're trying to sort of pay homage to the past in a way that um, it's recurring in a very interesting way so yeah and they also do these little cutaway gags where they play the actual uh, tv yeah, which the <laughs> actual which is recreated It uh, but it's uh, it's played out like a black and white it silent is, film so yeah like i said pays homage to it but also parodies it so yeah if you were in in the mood for something different something unique please something watch something yeah Omar exactly there. you can't sit down with your family and watch it you sort of have to like be alone and keep your like like mind trained on it for a little while nanika this is like the third thing you've said you can't watch with your family what does one watch with their family don't say hustle please don't say hustle <laughs> actually you can watch hustle with your no. family it's a great movie to watch yeah, with your you family yeah if you want to ruin an evening for them because it reinforces how important family is so watch hustle with your family and then I come back and understand. tell abbas that he was wrong <laughs> i was not wrong it is a boring <laughs> film um <laughs> but yeah homa web please check it out Finally, uh, let's talk about uh, the new surprise album that Drake uh, dropped. Um, I was going to say on air, but how do, <laughs> how does one even dispense music nowadays on streaming platforms? Streaming platforms. Uh, yeah. Nenika, are you a fan of Drake? Let's just say when I have my when I become the ruler of my own sovereign nation, Drake will be public enemy number one. Oh my god! <laughs> uh, I hate him <laughs> so oh much. Oh my god! <laughs> So I I'm not a Drake expert but I have a few songs of his on my playlist. I think he's he's cool. Uh No, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but you did give a fair chance to the new Yeah, album. I heard it. <laughs> I regret every single second. <laughs> why why don't you like Drake? Okay, I will be honest. I think he's corny. He's so corny. It's difficult to digest the way he talks about, like you know, the, like he raps. And Drake doesn't even come from like you know most American rappers come from like hardened lives. Like because he's Canadian. Be... Yeah, he's Canadian. <laughs> His mom was a teacher. He had like a traditional middle class upbringing. But you know, a lot of rappers come from like literally come from the streets where they've had like yeah, very difficult yeah, yeah. lives, and so they. you know they make music about how difficult it was to live in that sort of situation and how it probably still affects their lives to this day what does drake rap about it's just she used to call him on his cell phone <laughs> but she shouldn't have <laughs> it's a terrible decision nobody should ever call drake but he started from the bottom and now he's here he started from somewhere in the middle <laughs> And was it wasn't he a child artist as well? He was like a child artist. He was on Degrassi, the the TV show, which I do not. I never watched, so I don't really know. But I just Neither know Degrassi occupies like some sort of some place in the American cultural um, conversation because everybody seems okay, to. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you the Drake songs that I keep going back to. Okay, they're like just two three of them, but they are nice. I like them. Passion Fruit is a song Drake song. So I'll tell you I something like. about Passion Fruit. Everybody who's Please. listening to it. Yes. Uh there is a version of Passion Fruit which was the same lyrics as the Drake version which is done by this Japanese singer called Yeji and that version is about 500 times better than what Drake could have ever come up with lyrically well, what does musically, Yeji have that Drake doesn't have 
Yeji sounds sincere and loving and beautiful and it feels like a tender lament of a relationship breaking apart. When Drake sings it's just the corniest thing that you could ever put me through. I don't want to hear about it. And I congratulate any woman who's breaking up with Drake. Ouch. Oh my god. And the other song uh, that I have of his on my playlist is called Hold On We're Going Home. I never heard that. I'm glad I never heard it. Why does he have uh, all his songs have this hold on? Hold on, hold on, hold on. You're like you're like the Drake meme of saying no to the thing, you know. <laughs> yeah, I'm you're saying, saying no, to, no Drake. to Drake. There's <laughs> only one sort of okay Drake song. No, actually, it's not a Drake song. So there's work by Rihanna, and she was kind enough to yes. let Drake be on it. Oh my god! And the only bad part of the song is the part that Drake did. So you know. You feel about Drake the same way mm. I feel about hustle. <laughs> No, I I'll be honest, Abbas. I don't think you can like in this entire lifetime hate Hasan as much as I hate Drake. <laughs> and I'm a very loving person. I hate very little, like very few things. But I will never support Drake in his his ventures. So the lyrics are so corny. The entire album is just about um, oh that woman left me and now she has a terrible time and ha ha ha. Look, I'm so over you. If you're over her, why are you <laughs> making a every, song that's about every her? Every rap song. <laughs> Isn't that every rap no, but song? But if you're over her, why are you making a song about her? Move on like a normal person. Okay, the song is uh, the album is called Honestly Nevermind, and uh, yeah. since Danica did absolutely nothing to tell us what it's about. <laughs> Sorry, I just went on a ram my tirade, my ramp. I'm reading. I'm reading. Uh, I'm reading the description uh, from Apple Music of the album, and it's written in first person. So it's like Drake wrote this, okay? <laughs> and it starts by saying, "I let my humbleness turn to numbness." <laughs> At times, letting time go by, knowing I got the endurance to catch it. Another time, I work with every breath in my body. What is this? It's, this is not making any sense. Drake thinks he occupies the cultural position that artists like I don't know Beyonce or somebody occupies. No, you don't. First of But all, d- doesn't he have a record of having like the so, most number of top ten singles? What at am one I time? supposed to do with that? <laughs> Complete nonsense, he writes. So who is who is your favorite rapper? Who is my favorite rapper? Yeah. If not Drake, then who? Uh, <laughs> um, actually, actually, there's a lot of very good uh, women rappers now. So there's Megan Thee Stallion, there's Doja Cat. I am personally a little biased towards Rico Nasty, but she's not everybody's cup of tea because she's very aggressive in her music. So, um, like she genuinely talks about like violent stuff, beating people up, black and blue. And I feel like people are not as accommodating of a woman rapping about violent so, stuff. So let me get this straight: you're not okay with a guy saying hey this girl left me and i'm doing so well in my life i have moved on Ugh. but you're okay with rappers telling yeah. how they beat people yeah, up I black and blue because wow nerika because <laughs> rico nasty I sense actually a violent sounds streak well. in you no rico nasty actually sounds well while doing it her production value is great and the music actually sounds great which is another think... gripe that i had with the drake album that because i think he have produced it like he sort of released it in a rush because the music is just not it's not hitting it's not good enough and usually like i will give it to drake that even though i completely detest him and i never want to see his face in the past the music some of the songs wow, that what he did he do to you nanika oh my god uh, why are you the girl he's singing about that he moved on from that's what it sounds like i'm sure even that girl is like yeah i mean he's singing about me but there's a few good songs in there but nanika like, i don't want to see his face Damn. <laughs> See, Drake, I Drake if you're listening to this. Drake yeah, if you're sorry, listening bro. to this, you have you will never be safe as long as I'm alive. Keep watching behind <laughs> your shoulder. This is the beef we should get behind. <clears throat> wow. Imp- like Drake... I did not expect this show to take this turn. <laughs> please please go ahead. I cut you off. I'm sorry. No, just <laughs> I Drake, I mean, if you're listening to this, please get it together. <laughs> What is wrong with you? I can't listen to song. Like, it's just so corny. It's all of it is so corny. There uh. was Nenika from a studio in Noida giving a challenge out to Drake, <laughs> sitting somewhere in Los Angeles, saying, "Hey, you, you better freaking look out, because <laughs> I'm on your tail." I guess that brings us to the end of the show. Uh, <laughs> no, but I had more. Oh, you have more. Please go ahead. No, 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 no. I need to stop. But yeah. uh, before we wrap up, uh, please, if you are if you are a Drake fan, please send us fan mail. 
uh, <laughs> you can write to us at newslaundry.com slash if you're a Drake fan if you're a Drake fan please reassess your life choices <laughs> don't don't throw away the like 15 fans we have Nenika <laughs> You know Wait. what? I have zero fans, but I will not have a Drake fan as oh a listener to this. <laughs> what is happening? I did not expect this to happen. But you can write to us at newslaundry.com/podcastletters is where you can write to us, or you can also write to us at podcasts at newslaundry.com. Uh, send us your favorite Drake songs, and we'll make sure that Nenika uh, listens to them uh, before she comes for the next recording. Yeah, you know what? That and actually podcast... write to Abbas, watch Hustle, and write to Abbas and tell him how great it was. <laughs> well, uh, at least Hustle didn't have a Drake song. It had that. Oh. It wouldn't you say? <laughs> But uh, Jude, if you're going to be at the subscriber meet, please make sure you play Drake at the on on the speakers <laughs> at that <laughs> at the subscriber meet uh, when you do the awful and awesome. Uh, but yeah, with that, uh, we've come to the end of the episode. Uh, if you want to follow me, uh, once you're done listening to Drake, you can do so <laughs> by following me on Instagram. My handle is at abbasmomin88, or you can tweet at me. My handle is at abbasmomin. Any parting words, Nenika? Uh, please watch Hustle and never, ever, ever listen to Drake. <laughs> Do not let somebody like Drake have a voice. We need to heal oh as a society. Oh my God! Now you're taking away his voice. Uh, I think we should wrap it up. This is uh, this is a buzz. Uh, and this is Nenika. I'm sorry for being so uncouth today. I just couldn't hold myself back. And it's a wrap. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes, and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs, and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and subscribe to our YouTube channel.